deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Hello, welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. And this is Devin Leary coming to you from my iPhone. Hope hope it doesn't sound too low budget, as the Real Housewives <laughs> of Potomac would say. Yeah, we're coming to you basically. This is an indie production today with Devin's iPhone. Yep. It's like that movie Clementine, but it's this. Remember that movie Clementine that was filmed yeah. all on an iPhone? Yeah, I love it. Oh, I don't know. Are you a cinephile? Do you remember Clementine or not? Speaking of cinephiles, I have a resentment against the Criterion Collection for only including bad movies. I want to be smart. I try watching movies. It's the industry I want to work in. All of the movies from the Criterion Collection are not interesting or entertaining. That's a rule. That's a law. Okay, I disagree, but... What movies do you like from there? Okay, so I watched a short film. It was called Friday, F-R-Y Day. And it was about the day that Ted Bundy was executed. And it was like a fictional account of like a girl who was selling photos there. And that was really good. And then I watched, I think maybe it's called Smooth Talk or something. But it's based on the short story, A Good Man is Hard to Find by Joyce Carol Oates, I think. Anyway, it's a really good movie. That's Flannery O'Connor, but can keep going. Okay, I hate myself. Um, it's okay. I finished college. Uh, Devin famously did not. I know. And I'm meanwhile, I'm like, okay, so did you see the gifs Carolina sent in reaction to Red Taylor's version? Like, she's stupid. And then I'm like, don't know the name of anything. 
No, but it, the movie's really good, but it is really dated in the fact that there's a scene where Laura Dern and her teenage friends go to the mall and they're like scouting out men and they go, look at that guy with the great buns. Look at those buns. And I was like, what? And then later they saw him. They're like, hey, look, it's the guy with the buns. Yeah, this is the thing that's always perplexed me is girls talking about like, oh, that guy's butt. That's just never been a part of a man's body that's appealed to me or interested me at all. I've never, ever seen a guy's butt and been like, oh, yeah, that one is for me. Like, it's just it's so strange to me. Have you ever looked at a guy's butt and been like, oh, yeah? No, but I I mean, it's like, do men have bodies even? That's true. That's a good point. They're, they're so unobjectified. I, I really, I didn't even think I liked muscles until I was like 21 and I dated a guy who had a really good body. I was like, oh, I guess this is like, this is actually something that could work for me. But I, I never think of guys' bodies. I'm not not shallow, but I truly just look for someone who's really funny. I do too. That's really all I care about. So on that topic, have you kept up with Winterhouse at all? It's totally fine if you haven't. I have actually. So the fact that Sierra keeps being like, okay, Austin, when a guy can make you laugh, like Austin's sense of humor is like really, and it's like, no, he is not funny. Name one funny thing he said. Like he doesn't, because he puts on makeup and dresses like a quote emo kid. Is that funny? Like all of those guys are one night stand material. There's none of those guys you want to spend a, a, a time in the daylight with, except Jason. Jason Jason's is so nice. Sweet. Jason's nice. And then but, he he cooks for all of them. And I know it's sad. He treats Lindsay well, even though Lindsay's kind of a monster. Lindsay is a garbage fire. And she's done the amount of Botox and like lip injections that make you guess, like, are you 25 or 60? I know. That's not an insult. It's just so hard. When you get that amount of face work done young, you you don't know. She's also like the one of the guys girl. And that Ooh, really yeah. grinds my gears. I understand. It's like, yes, we live in a society where it's like Charles Manson has like wives still and like whatever. But the fact that Sierra is going for Austin is like, we live in hell. Well, it's, it's all for the franchise. That's what I've decided. Also this past week when Amanda goes skiing with Kyle's parents and she's like, I'm just, this is someone she's been in a relationship with for like multiple years, I think like four or five years. And she's like, I'm just really nervous because Kyle's parents are obsessed with skiing. And they said all they ever wanted is for their son to be with a woman who skis. I'm like, what the hell so is wrong strange. with this family? And then they get there and she's like, I'm, I'm like, you shouldn't be this nervous around your in-laws when you're about to get married and you've been dating for five, like you should be comfortable. So they get there and the dad I just was like, okay, this is the source. And I see how it has been passed down. The dad is like, Amanda, look at the type of ski lanes we're standing near blue and green. I guess saying like, those are like easy. Those are like the easy ones. And he's like, what do you think my great grandmother would think if she saw us standing here at the blue and green ones? And then um, Amanda like nervously makes a joke and she's like, I guess she would say she's out of the family. Ha ha. (laughs) And no one says anything. This is absolutely psychotic. It's hell. And then she's like, ha ha. Anyway, like going on with my day. I was like, how are you entering this family? Like, this is terrifying. I don't understand them. I hate rich people like this. And please do not marry this person. And then she just goes home and Kyle like passes out and she like cries. It's just so dark. 
I remember it wasn't a relationship, but I remember in high school going on a trip with um, my friend at the time and her family and her family were outdoors people. They hike on Thanksgiving, that kind of family. And everything was a competition. I literally hid. I hid in bathrooms. I counted down the days. But at one point we were at a supermarket and I saw Us Weekly near the checkout and I uh, strolled over and I was looking through it and my friend came up to me and said, you have to put that magazine down. My family will never respect you if they see you reading that. What? And I thought, are you fucking kidding me? By the way, her dad drove a Hummer with a boat attached. And when we drove past a sports car, he said, that guy must be compensating for something. And I said, sir, sir, we are in a Hummer with a (laughs) motorboat behind us. No. And you are talking about someone else's penis size, which is generally a sign that you are also insecure about this. Masculinity is so scary. I, I mean... How many documentaries do we... At this point, there's like 75 documentaries about just like how scary a group of white men is. It's like, I just watched... This is true. The Woodstock 99 documentary on HBO. And I was like, oh, cool. Another movie about like how white men are just fucking terrifying and you shouldn't be around that. (laughs) It's so scary. But that that relationship, Amanda and Kyle, is is so the example of people who are together who hate each other. Like if you're listening to this right now and you're single... Think of all the couples you know who don't like each other. I know. I'm thinking back. I'm like, when I was single, I wish I would have just put this on for five minutes and be like, oh, yeah, this is better than that. Everyone else is having fun in the house because they're not attached. And she's putting him to bed like a baby. Like he gets so drunk that he's like a baby. That would enrage me. He can't take his clothes off. He can't take his shoes off. She puts him to bed. It's actual hell. And she seems like kind of relieved. He was like, oh, we're in this room where everyone can hear everything we're doing. And then she immediately was like, well, I don't want to have sex in here if like everyone can hear us. I feel like she's like, oh, thank God. Like, so we don't have to have sex this whole time. Yay. That is that that is the vibe she's putting out. Also, he has bedwetting vibes to me. Like totally. They're speaking from experience. Speaking from experience. When I see him, I see my drinking past. I'm like, you are you are not just a frat boy. You are a sick soul. <laughs> Wait, okay. So another fascinating storyline that I think we can all relate to was Gabby, Luke, and Julia. Basically, Gabby is single. They're both stunning models as a profession. So like, it's a reminder too where you're like, oh, everybody has problems no matter how beautiful yes, you are. Yes, But they're both stunningly gorgeous and they're models, but they're best friends. And basically... Gabby has a crush on Luke, who is an actual piece of shit narcissist that I hate from previous seasons. And he's a good example of someone who is very hot. But the way he dresses, um, de-sexes him. Yeah, so he, he, he wears, wears male, ripped jewelry. Je- male jewelry, ripped jeans. Yeah. Tight ripped jeans. Yeah. And he talks like he's trying to build like the male fantasy for women. Like he's like, I grew up you know, to being a lumberjack. I'm going to make an igloo today. I think it's really funny, kind of like how no one cares what he's doing. Every episode, he's like, so today I uh, I wanted to uh, tap this tree for maple. And everyone's like, oh, we're sleeping. Bye. Oh, we're drinking like, all day. Sorry. <laughs> no, no one cares, which I kind of love. Um, and I love that the women like see through him. But anyway, so Gabby has a huge crush on Luke. And of course, she's like very open and available. So he doesn't want her. He wants the girl who has a boyfriend and openly has a boyfriend. 
And then even before it starts, like there's just like a party where Julia is kind of dancing and Luke is paying attention to her. And Gabby immediately is like, it's happening. He likes her, not me. Like I'm, I'm over this, which I relate to so much when you're like that moment where your narrative seems to be being fulfilled and you're like, oh, he likes her, not me. Of course, of course, of course. And there's also always the pretty girl who's playing oblivious. Like she's just like, wait, what? Wait, what are you talking about? Like she's like, oh my God, we were being friendly when really she was like giving the guy her underwear. Yeah. Like, wait, I'm so confused. Like, what is happening? I know. No, we're friends. I know. I did think that that's what Julia was doing. But then when she confronted Luke and was like, stop this, I kind of was like, okay, I I respect her for that. Stop this madness. But I do feel so bad for Gabby. And she's like, I'm just the outlier, like hanging out in the house. So, yeah, we have to speak on some a celebrity breakup. Sean Mendes and Camille Cabello ended their fake relationship. They did. I, I will read the statement aloud here. The public breakup statement was made uh, in that sort of like typewriter font on an Instagram story. Oh. Over- White font over black, white font over black. And it says, hey, guys, we've decided to end our romantic relationship. But our love for one another as humans is stronger than ever. People, people using the word humans, I just have to say, like, you just are pretentious. If you feel the need to say human instead of person, like, you're pretentious. I'm sorry. So they say our love for one another as humans is stronger than ever. We started our relationship as best friends. Yikes the that one sorry it's just you're playing like well i think you guys were best friends the whole time but i won't get into conspiracy theories we so appreciate your support from the beginning and moving forward heart 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 camilla and sean so interesting i i feel one thing i will say this does feel rushed it doesn't feel that planned because like there's some spelling errors grammar errors (laughs) like I kind of am like, this seems like a rushed thing. I wonder why it was like a sudden breakup. Maybe one of them met someone else. But overall, the the response on Twitter seems to be that everyone does not feel anything that the relationship is over, but will miss the videos of them walking slowly for the paparazzi. I love them walking slowly for the paparazzi and they both look so hungover. Um, I did see them once at a restaurant. They did look very in love. They were having a really good time, but you never can tell with But these celebrities out there, like there are, everyone is so attention seeking. I'll speak for pop stars. Pop star celebrities seem especially attention seeking. Um, Speaking of pop stars. Britney calling out Christina. So, okay. Britney, thank God, is free. Her conservatorship is over. Um, We're all really happy for her. She wants to have another baby. She wants to go on Oprah. I could not be more supportive of um, both ventures. And... And she's angry. She's very angry. And can you even imagine, can you imagine biting your tongue both online and in person because you were scared of someone like sending you to the psych ward so you couldn't say what was on your mind, mainly that like I'm being abused in a conservatorship. So her posts have been nothing short of cathartic for the nation for going after her mom um, saying, you know, my family should be in jail. That includes my church going mother. Um, please you know shut the fuck up with saying that and playing innocent she said something about like my mom needs to stop playing innocent mm-hmm. i love my dad was too stupid to think of a, a conservatorship and my mom gave him the idea 
it's just very cathartic. It's so nice to see someone free, not just from the conservatorship, but from the celebrity aspect of like, I have to say the right thing all the time. I don't want to lose followers. So she recently posted a story of Christina Aguilera, who I'm sorry, I didn't know was still a celebrity. No offense. I thought she was, I thought she had reached the point where like she was going to be doing like HBC clothing line perfumes. No offense. She has an amazing voice. She's incredibly talented. I do not know an original Christina song I've heard for the past 10 years. Anyway, she was at the Latin Music Awards the other night and on the red carpet, which uh, Brittany, I don't know who showed her this clip because I don't know anyone else who would have watched this clip otherwise. She's on the red carpet and she's with a publicist and uh, an interviewer says, Brittany just got her, her conservatorship freed. Um, what do you think about that? And Christina neglects to answer the question. She goes like, oh, I'm I sorry. Can't, I can't. I can't. Right now. And I'm like, you're so condescending. And this is after she, you know, originally after the Framing Britney Spears doc aired, Christina had sent out a lot of very well-written tweets about how she knows Britney. Um, This does not look like the person she knows. She thinks that she is not, you know, women deserve autonomy, including reproductive rights, et cetera. And this is not what it looks like. Anyway, so Britney posts basically saying like, people not telling the truth is akin to lying. And then she posts a video of Lady Gaga speaking about how, you know, she's glad that Britney's free and she thinks that, like, the way that women are treated in the music industry needs to change. Lady, like, Stephanie, she's just such a star. They say lady for a reason. (laughs) Because she's a lady. And they say Gaga for a reason because she's a baby. she's a baby. I'm kidding. She's not a baby. She's great. Yeah. I just love seeing Brittany being so honest. Like when she was talking about being an advocate and, and like just how it's the little things like buying candles, she said, like just getting to go and buy something, getting it's your car beautiful. keys, getting to see cash. It's beautiful that she has these freedoms again and she does so deserve it. And it makes sense that she's fed up and she's like, this bitch is being this petty after all this time. Like I've clearly been through something horrible and yet that's not enough for you to just like, you know, set things aside. Let's let, let's just say that I think that Christina has always been in Britney's shadow. I think we can all say that. And she's I'll always never, resented that. Exactly. I'll never forget the VMAs when Britney stripped um, from her suit into the skin colored uh, bejeweled outfit it was an incredible performance and then christina goes on like half an hour later she's walking around stage just in leather pants with fred durst not doing anything okay it's like that's that's you honey i until today i actually couldn't have named a single fred durst limp biscuit song but then today i watched the woodstock 99 documentary (laughs) and let's just say i wish i could take the time that i spent listening to Limp Bizkit songs back because I'm like, wait, what is this? This was a song. This was something people chose to listen to. He's like, chainsaw, chainsaw. I want to <laughs> cut your face off. Like, what? It's okay, so bad. I have a controversial opinion on Fred Durst. That he's hot. He is hot. Yeah. That is someone who I would hook up with in a bar. I, I remember as a I kid know. being like, ew, like Britney is hooking up with this guy. Christina's hooking up with this guy. What in the hell is going on? And now as a 30 year old woman, I understand the appeal of someone who looks like they chew tobacco um, in the back of a bar. I, I, I understand it. I understand it. And I also remember watching like 
the diary of Fred Durst on MTV. <laughs> what was that and like? I can only imagine. He is so the guy who's like tough on the outside and then like cries about girls on the inside because a lot of the special was about how Britney was denying hooking up with him. And he's in like the song booth. He takes off his headphones at one point and throws them against the wall. And he's like, I really liked that girl, man. Oh, I know it's sad. And then you see the Us Weekly cover that had come out. And it says Beauty and the Beast. And <laughs> okay, you know what? He's been through some shit. Okay, I understand, <laughs> I I understand like, the chainsaw lyrics. Okay, we have two quick headlines to get to before our commercial break. First is something that we've commented on before, but is Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are obviously hooking up. Well, they said that they are like in a relationship. I no. don't believe it. First of all, she's not stupid. And she's not. I don't get the vibe from her that like she's helpless in love. Like, listen, I watched a lot of reality TV shows. I recognize when someone is like, ooh, I'm choosing something that's bad, but like I I'm just doing it anyway, even though this doesn't make any sense. That's not Kim. Like, she's very controlled about the people she dates and is with. And like, I don't think that she does anything just for pleasure. It's a hot couple. If I was a publicist, I would have picked him out for her myself. That's what I'll say. We should also speak on Olivia Munn and John Mulaney. Rumor has it they've broken up. And there's a lot of rumors going around. There's a lot of rumors. There's rumors that he cheated on her with an A-lister. Listen, don't date a guy out of rehab. There's so many don'ts. Carolina was like, we shouldn't make fun of Olivia Munn because she's pregnant and vulnerable. I did say that. I kind of get it. I do kind of get that. Olivia came out and said like, she was like, it's easy to blame me for all this stuff. And I do think it's like, of course, the narrative is becoming like, well, are they hiding the birth of the baby because he actually cheated with her? And it's like, at the end of the day, like, yes, I get annoyed at the other women. And, you know, I have like sort of a weird thing about that. <laughs> but I, at the end of the Obsession. day, like, he's the one who was married. If he cheated on her and impregnated Olivia Munn, that's on him. And I don't know. It's like if she wants to control the narrative of us finding out when she's pregnant, when it's due, what it's like, why is that our business? At the same time, yeah, it seems kind of trash fire-ish. If she's just like, hey, I'm in my mid-30s or I'm in my 40s or whatever, I got pregnant, I want to have this kid, like, totally go for it. Totally. You, you don't have to be in a celebrity relationship. Just be like, yeah, I'm having this baby, obviously. Why wouldn't I? If I got pregnant by accident, I would totally have a baby right now. Yeah, I would too. I'm pro-choice, and my choice would be to have that baby. Because I'm, um, my body is telling me to do that right now. So, guys, run, don't walk. We are going to be right back. We have some listeners' questions today, and they are some goodies, as Sierra, the princess, would say. <laughs> the princess is here. The princess is here. She's the princess and the beast ah! is here. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll be, be right back. back. I want you. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? 
Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ibera Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And we're back with True Romance. We have some great listener questions today. We are going to pull them up. I'll start with one. This listener writes in and says, hey, I know you two have talked about breakup stuff on the pod before, but I wanted to ask you can say that again. (laughs) Yeah, you can say that. But I wanted to ask your thoughts on recovery after a breakup. I feel like there's a huge sense of identity loss, especially after a long term breakup. And I wanted to know what you two have done in the past to recover and find yourself again and what that looked like for you. I'm struggling with this right now, a month out of a relationship, and it would really be awesome to know what worked for you too. Okay. Love this thoughtful question. I feel like the most important thing, even though this sounds so cheesy and stupid is like, don't judge yourself because I know you're, you're writing in like a month out of a breakup. And I've personally been like a year or two out of breakups, still reeling, still wondering was, should I have stayed with that person? Like, did I do the right thing? Are they happier than I am right now? Like, who am I without totally? Who am I without this person? Yes. yes. Like, especially, I don't know how old this listener is, but like I dated people in my twenties as I was growing up, I was mm. in long-term relationships and it's like, you get out and you're like, Oh, I was finding myself with this person. So who am I now alone? Like, what do I like to do? And I think that was a huge gift for me for being single for a couple of years. And it really was a gift finding what I love to do, like especially living alone and figuring out like, oh, there's hobbies that I'm interested in. Like I have so much time to myself and maybe that sounds a little bit sad, but it's like I learned no. all this stuff that I was really fascinated by and interested in and who who I was decorating. I remember like the freedom of like decorating my room and my apartment like for myself, just for me after having lived with someone else. And I was like, oh, this is just me. Like this is my time for myself. And like, it's really a way to find yourself in a different way because I also use relationships as a crutch sometimes. So there was a lot of stuff I didn't want to look at that I had to look at when I was single. Cause I was like, I don't have this person constantly to distract me or like someone to depend on all the time. I really had to look inward and spend a lot of time alone. And that was really good. Um, 
So I recommend therapy. I recommend like hanging out with friends, like making an effort to do stuff just for you, rebuilding maybe some friendships that went to the wayside when you were in the relationship and like kind of focusing on like your own growth. And also that if you, if you aren't able to do all that stuff, if you're just crying in bed every day, like that's okay too. Yes. If, you're, if you get a bad tattoo, like I did or multiple, that's okay too. Like I was going through a break, you know, like don't judge yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. I also remember like app dating. I would be hard on myself. Like, Oh, I like, I'm so awkward on dates. I don't know how to do this. Like, I don't know. Should I have gone to a second location with that person that maybe I'm going too fast? Maybe I'm going too slow. It's like, just go at your own pace and take care of yourself is the most important thing. I think. Yes. There's a reason why this is the fruit of all of our favorite music. Heartbreak is a part of the human experience. So I love Devin's answer. You're not alone. You are not broken. You feel that way, but you're actually going through something. I'm sorry to use this word again. That's very human. I went through a similar experience when I was 19. I thought I was going to marry this person. And you don't have the gift of time when you're that young. And what I mean by that is that you don't know, well, in 10 years, I might feel completely different. Um, And so right now... You cannot see yourself over this person or over this experience, and that's okay. It's very hard to imagine being over something when you don't have that reference, but you will. And I and I also remember, and I don't know if this is your experience, but I was in a relationship where I changed a lot of my personality to fit the relationship I was in and the person I was with. And it was really hard feeling myself again and feeling like authentic again. And and also, you know, when I feel the most authentic is when I'm feeling the most confident. So not knowing who I am made me very shy, which I just never was at social gatherings. All of a sudden I didn't know what to say, which is so unnatural. And I love Devin's, um, I love Devin's statement of just not judging yourself. Like, I wish I'd been less hard on myself because I I sort of had that thing in my head that was like, be confident, be normal, be normal. And that's because I didn't think if I wasn't entertaining someone, if I wasn't being cool, I felt like I had no worth. And I wish I had known, like, you can be shy. You don't have to talk. You can leave the party. You don't have to feel good. And that doesn't mean you're not worth the um, company. It doesn't mean that you're, you don't have to entertain anyone. You don't have to put on a show. You can just be sad. And you don't have to argue or reason your way out of it. And you don't have to believe that it will pass for it to pass. It just will. The only constant is change. And, you know, uh, Taylor Swift's famous argument that she was in London once and suddenly she realized she hadn't thought of her ex, obviously Harry Styles. And she was in the same town as him and she just hadn't thought about him. It's actually not obviously Harry Styles. It could be Diana Agron, but go ahead. You think she was dating Diana Agron? Yes. It's not funny. There's a lot of evidence. It also could have been Tom Hiddleston, I guess. I forgot. I forgot that he existed, to quote Taylor. Totally different timeline. And no, it wasn't him. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I'm sorry that you're going through that. But I promise you that you will eventually feel like yourself again. And to Devin's point, you don't know how long you're going to be single for. So enjoy this time because there will be a time when you're in a relationship missing the days where you just had to take care of yourself. You didn't have to think about anyone else. So thinking about it from that point of view is kind of fun. This is actually a question I would like to know the answer to. 
How do I make my dating app profile appealing? Devin. Here's some things I picked up along the way. Don't use overly edited photos because you don't, which is something I did where it's like, then the person meets you and they're like, oh, so she actually has a nose. It's not completely (laughs) erased except for two dots of her nostrils. Um, So make sure the pictures like actually look like you. I think always have like a couple shots that are just flattering of you, but also group shots and stuff or pictures of you doing stuff you love to do. Because I think sometimes if it's just photos of you by yourself it's kind of like well what else does this person do in their life you know like maybe find like a group photo or like a a photo of you out doing something you like to do uh that shows you're like have more going on um i would say i always kept things really comical in the bio because i was like for me i felt like i want someone to message me and find out about me as opposed to like putting the actual information in my bio. Um, So I would always just put like one joke line and then the person can like reach out and see. But I will say I liked Hinge for the fact that you can make like, like you give more information. So I would put that I didn't drink just to get that out of the way. And then like, if people have a problem with that, they won't message me. Um, Or I would put like, I only am interested in people who are liberal because that's just true. I couldn't possibly date a Republican um, or a moderate person, to be honest. So moderate's even more concerning. Sometimes I really think it's like just a numbers game. I have so many friends who we all at different periods would be like, I'm not getting any matches. Like what's going on? Like, this is so weird. Everyone goes through those phases So maybe you're just in one of those phases where you're like, do I need to make my more appealing? Like, why is no one writing in? The truth is like, I'm sure you are appealing and like, I'm sure your photos are, and maybe there's a way to make it like a little bit better. But at the end of the day, like you are who you are, put what, put what makes you happy to put on there. And like, I think sometimes we just have lulls and that's normal. And I think the, the people that I know that have actually had successful, successful relationships come out of app dating are people who really committed to it and like didn't get didn't get overwhelmed which by the way if you do get overwhelmed that's totally fine and you don't have to do it but i think the the way people end up in a relationship is they keep doing it they keep going on the dates putting themselves out there and don't get freaked out if it seems like you're in a lull i love that okay so we can combine these two questions someone wrote in about unreliable friends and someone else wrote in about female friendship and your good and bad experiences in those relationships. So for unreliable friends, I will admit that my nickname in high school was frosted flake Carolina because I um, famously do not like showing up to things. And it took me a really long time to realize how selfish that was. Like I just wouldn't show up to friends birthdays because I just didn't feel like it. And I just wanted to be with my boyfriend, which I think we can all identify with anyone who is insecure about themselves in romantic relationships but I'll never forget the advice someone gave me as I got older and was changing that about myself. And she said, it's just easier to show up to things I said I was going to show up to. I also don't do a people pleasing thing where I say yes to things I don't know if I'll go to. And my therapist said that maybe is actually a very powerful word. So now when I get invited to things, I go, maybe it's very hard for me to be honest um, about not seeing people. But I just know myself now more. And so when people ask me to hang out, sometimes I say, I can only really hang out if you come over because I don't leave the house that much. 
But if you're speaking from the other side of that, Devin, can you speak to this? Because I am I feel like I'm the unreliable one. <laughs> I am kind of happy you said that because I was like, well, maybe not the advice they're looking for. <laughs> we might. Yeah, you're like, so what I do is I don't leave my house and I just <laughs> tell people they have to come over to my house. <laughs> so I am a really reliable person now. It's true. I usually do what I say I'm going to do unless like something I really can't control comes up. So I have struggled because I'm someone who does try to be so reliable that when other people don't do it, I can take it really personally. And that's kind of unfair of me because it's like no one asked me. It's not like people are demanding that I show up for everything all the time and that I put all this extra effort in. It's like I choose to do that. I can't resent people for not making that same choice. And I also do overextend myself sometimes. And it's like I do go to stuff that I don't want to go to. And sometimes that's not the best choice. The thing that's helpful for me is like people are just different. Like certain people are just not capable of the same level of like response and communication and reliability as other people are. And so it's unfair of me to expect something different. So now it's like the way I think about it now is like if I'm choosing to be friends with this person, I'm accepting them as they are. They are able to give what they're giving right now. And if if I'm in a place where I'm like, I really can't deal with someone like flaking on me then I shouldn't be trying to make plans with that person anyway. And I try to not take it personally because at the end of the day, I always ask myself, like, do I know this person loves me? Yes. If I know this person loves me, then this is just a matter of how they are able Mm. to express that. And so I, I need to not take that personally. And if it doesn't work for you, that's like, if this person's unreliability doesn't work for you, then you don't need to continue friendship with them. But I know that like in the past, like I'll get really passive aggressive and kind of lash out if someone like flakes on something and it's like, that's not really fair. Like they're just being them and I'm having a bad reaction to it. And I know this person is this way, so I shouldn't be surprised and like, whatever. I mean, for me, it's like, I really struggle with guilt and it's like, I just know at the end of the day, I will not obsess and spiral if I just show up and do it. You know, like, it's like, I just don't want it like spiral and be like, are they mad? Whatever. It's like, yeah, it's like not worth it to me. So that's my two cents and female friendships, good and bad. I mean, it's interesting because this year I feel like has so many friendships have been put to the test this year for me, where it's like everyone had varying experiences, some worse than others. And privilege was a huge factor, obviously and stuff. But like during the pandemic, it's like everyone had a hard time. There wasn't a single person who didn't. And so you really saw which of your friends were going to show up and be available for phone calls, be available for text and really be there. And it's interesting because my birthday is coming up this year and I am a birthday month person. Like I'm someone who's very self-centered about my birthday. And I usually struggle so much with like, who am I going to invite? Who am I going to? And this year I'm like, oh, I've very clearly seen who shows up for me as a friend this year. And I don't feel guilty. You know, like it's like, I feel like I have a close, strong core of people that I've stayed really close with this year. And I, that doesn't mean that other people aren't my friends. It just means like I have a different level of closeness with a small group and that's what works for me. And I simply would not be alive if it weren't for female friendship. Like female friendship has saved my life this past week. If I didn't have female friends, I'm calling Carolina this past week, our friend Beth, our friend Tess, like I'm just repeatedly calling people, my friend Leslie, because I, I, I thrive. It's like, it's like my blood. Like I need my female friends to talk to. 
Yeah, I concur with that. I think I've learned how to rely on people more in the past few years because I really didn't have a choice, especially going through medical stuff. And I think that it's actually been a practice for me to, Devin in particular, like learn how to trust that I don't have to entertain, don't have to be, I act like I'm like the most entertaining person. I don't have to make everyone laugh all day long and be a superstar. I don't have to look beautiful all the time. Like I have been for the past five years. No, I, I, um, I've allowed more people to take care of me emotionally. And I have like scars that I'm really insecure about. And like Devin is probably my only friend who I've allowed to see them. And like that has been so helpful to me is trusting and allowing a person to be there. But it's interesting. It doesn't really matter female or male, but I will say in the past, I've decided to be close to people without allowing them to prove themselves worthy of it. Does that make sense? So I've decided to trust people rather than waiting to see if people were trustworthy. Right when the pandemic hit, there were people that I was friends with and I did not think they were behaving responsibly. That made me really upset. And when we no longer became friends, I started building a case against them in my head. Like, well, I did X, Y, and Z for them. And it's hard, but I've really started thinking, you know, like that decision I did for fun and for free, you know, like they showed me that they can't show up for me. So I have to take that. And um, that's really hard to sort of realize. Not like I I realize that I'm a saint and they're evil. Like, I'm not trying to say it like that, but I guess realize the awful quotes it's repeated so often by people who are being petty, but like believe people who show you who they are. It's like, yeah, people are showing up, like Devin said, exactly as they can. And you have to take them at face value and not judge them for that. So if this is how you're showing up, then that says something about how much I can rely on you as a friend. And maybe I can't totally. And maybe it is conditional. So I have to find the people that, you know, um, can be acquaintances. And maybe some of those people can be people you DM being like, you look so cute here. Ha ha, LOL. And that's fine. And then maybe there are some people who you can really trust to hold you in moments. And I no longer overshare with people I don't trust. I no longer tell people stories. I wouldn't show my scars to people if I wasn't sure of their reaction, if that yeah. is, if that makes the most sense. Yeah. There's certain people who deserve your openness and certain people who don't. I want true romance. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. 
Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at cheapcaribbean.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I will say there is another question that's how do you maintain balance balance of all sorts in a long-term relationship? And I think I do think when I've gotten into relationships is another time aside from COVID that I think I painted myself a little bit too much of a saint. I was like, the only time I've ever flaked is because of a global pandemic. Um, the truth is when I get into relationships, I do sometimes become more flaky because I'm such a codependent, like insecure attached that like I get high on the relationship and then I start like losing touch with people because I'm like, I can't miss one single second with this person. Um, and I do regret, I have done some harm in that area where it's like, no, my friends are, if anything, my friends are more important because they're the ones that are going to stick with me throughout. Like they're always going to be there. This, this romantic relationship may come and go, but Carolina is going to be there. Carolina has been there since for like four break, three breakups now. So it's like, you know, my friendships are actually more important. And like, I, I remember one friend who I kind of lost touch with from a previous relationship. I went to pizza with her and I had this like guilt in me that I was like, Oh my God, I like completely lost touch with this person because of my relationship. I don't know why I did that. And she was so non-judgmental And so like, I'm so happy you're back. Like what's been going on. Okay. So listen to this. And I was like, this person just means the world to me for reacting this way because it's like that's unconditional love like you know and it's like so i do think it's important and also i think your relationship only gets better when you're in your own life and so yes. like the more you can do like t stuff with your friends and and like you know going for walks by yourself like finding your own hobbies for yourself like i only ended up finding that stuff like i said earlier after i went through a breakup i wish i had discovered some of that stuff when i was in the relationship so I would have had more of my own thing to do. And like, I, I have had to realize that the hard way where it's like, I used to always be like, well, my boyfriend said, we're going to like his family's house this weekend. So I'm going like, that's just how it is to be in a relationship. It's like, no, you can make choices. Like, I don't have to go to that. I can stay home and be like with my family, or I can stay home and hang out with my friends if that's what's taking care of myself more because the more I take care of myself, the better I can show up in these relationships. And it's actually better for the relationship if I set boundaries and say like, I need my own time for this. I'm working. I can't show up for you right now. I'm with friends. I can't show up for you right now. But when I do show up for you, I will come with my whole heart because I've taken care of it. I will come with my whole fucking heart and be there for you. Okay. Don't make fun of me for saying that. As I said, I was like, why am I saying this? We have another question, which is... How to support your partner when they are going through a major life change and struggling. Um, one thing that a friend offered me, which I really liked, was you, and Devin does this to me a lot, which is, do you want my advice or do you want me to just listen? Mm -hmm. 
But something that's very, 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 very capital V hard for me is thinking that I can solve a situation or a problem or an obstacle that someone is facing. I can't do that for friends. I can't do that for loved ones. My ideas sometimes aren't good, (laughs) Um, which I hate. Um, I'm a human. I'm a human being. You guys, Um, we came into this relationship as best friends and we're staying best friends and we have never had sex. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, And so really being there sometimes means a hand on the back and knowing how much you can give of yourself. Put your oxygen mask on first and you don't have to be someone's all and everything. Yeah, I agree with everything Carolina said. I will say personally for me as well, I am extremely triggered by people immediately offering solutions and being like, well, what if you like leave your job then? Or what if you, you know, why don't you call this person? They can solve everything. And at at the same time, that triggers me so much. I also do that to other people because I think I'll be more comfortable if they, if I solve their problems. So I am also guilty of that, but I really think listening and love is like all anyone needs. It's like just listening and being like, I'm sorry that happened. I love you. So we have someone who wrote in saying they want to know what romance stories changed our lives and why. I kind of feel like that's its own episode. So maybe we'll address that as as its own episode about our favorite romance storylines, which obviously we are dying to talk about. I have a few of those. I got a few of those. Given that Devin and I have exchanged David Bowie and Amon quotes about each other back and forth recently, I think that there is something to be said. I I know. I like sent that to multiple people and was like, this is all that matters. (laughs) I literally found a picture of them online last night that I was going to send to you, but it was midnight your time. And I was like, that might be weird to just send a black and white photo. I was watching Woodstock 99. It would have triggered me. Well, they have one last question that is very important. And it really does matter. Carolina, how is your bachelorette application going? So here is where I'm going to sound like someone who's dating someone that's not into them. Okay. I don't know if I put the wrong email address in. I don't know (gasps) if my phone is broken. I don't know what's going on. Maybe their application was um, deluged and um, it it took down the site. It means that oh, I have they, not heard. They were deluged with applications, yeah. so the site broke. Okay, I yeah. get it. I have not heard <laughs> um, from Bachelor Nation yet about my application. I don't know why. I did drop in that I have been to the Oscars. I did drop in that I live a fast life. I forgot about all this. <laughs> I did say, like, laser tag. I did say that I had a past. I did say that I had scars on my body, so I had something <laughs> to talk about on my one-on-one. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. And you know what the funny part is, is that even though we submitted it as a joke and we did, I want to <laughs> underscore that. I still was like, oh my God, when I hear from them, it's going to be so awkward because I'm going to have to be like, no, I'm not going out for this audition. Like I was oh still God. sure that like, I will it's gonna probably get awkward. a response. As it's if gonna they be- don't hear that every day. They're going to be like, wait, this is so awkward. You're not coming. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is unfortunate. Like they're going to want to meet me and I'm going to have to be like, I even imagine telling Will like, oh my God, I have to say no. Bachelor Nation reached out. They want me to audition for the Bachelorette. <laughs> like what planet am I on? 
oh my god sorry i just have to quickly reject the bachelorette right now because they just asked me to be the bachelorette sorry it's like the couple of times i've met male celebrities that were single and i've thought like oh my god if they asked to date me like what am i gonna do you're gonna have live to say, a life in the spotlight no you're gonna have to say listen i live a fast life myself <laughs> so i don't know how i could just join someone else's fast life like how many fast lives can i juggle <laughs> at once that is messed up did you follow my it did you i'm suing did you <laughs> did you follow my lawyer's advice about the cease and desist that they can't fill another episode of the show until they let you on no but did you abide by the dating app rules? Did you include a group photo? Did you include, I guess you didn't want to send pictures of your friends in case they optimize them. Sent photos of Ianza Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> so you sent a picture of the baby driver cast and you were like, this is me. Oh, I was like, friends. this is me and my friends. This is the squad on a Saturday <laughs> turning up, turning up. Um, so, yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. They're I'm lost. okay. I'm okay. Carol, I'm okay. This, this is the thing. All right. So now I'm okay. You know what we did? I'm not okay. <laughs> no, you know what we did? I, I'm not trying to solve your problems instead of just listening. I'm happy to just listen, but I also have to solve this problem. So, okay. we. This is like in the Jonas Brothers world, you went for Joe. It's like, this is the cream of the crop. You went for like the main thing, the bachelorette. Yes, 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 I, yes, yes. I pitch we take a step down. I pitch we don't even go to Nick. I think the Nick level would be like maybe like a Love Island or something. I pitch we go straight down to a Lifetime or TLC show. I'm thinking Married to Millions or I'm thinking 90 Day Fiance or I'm thinking Married, Married at First, at First Sight. Sight. Yeah. That's really the main one I'm thinking. Free, okay. di free divorce if you're not happy. Wait, can you just apply to Married at First Sight and see what happens? No, we are ending these charades immediately. I'm not going that. I'm not like that's like taking the elevator down to parking. Like I'm not going that low that fast. I would it love to bad. at least stop at like FY Island. I would love to. Oh um, yeah. Oh, I forgot about FY Island. 12 dates of Christmas for next year. Maybe. Yeah. Like maybe something like that. Just something, you know, I, I also would love like a roommate scenario. I would love to show up at winter house and be the alcoholic or like the real world yeah. and be the girl who doesn't clean. You know, oh, like yeah. I would love to um, reprise those roles. I mean, the Jersey Shore really feel like the house that was meant for me, um, even though I am not from New Jersey and would have stuck out like a Irish thumb. Yeah. Um, I I still think that, you know, that is the kind of world I probably belong in. And I, I and I feel bad. I feel bad for ABC. I feel bad for The Bachelorette. I feel bad that they decided they don't want something new and fun. Me too. And that's how I describe myself. So okay, me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I agree. And you know what? Another interesting thing that I just realized is this episode is going to come out on Thanksgiving and we haven't mentioned Thanksgiving once. And I actually like it that way. It's like, you know what? That holiday is built on lies. Okay. But I do want to add a disclaimer on Thanksgiving for my fellow eating disorder gals out there. Yeah. Eat what you want. It's okay to eat too much. It's okay to be full. You are not going to gain weight from eating on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Do not weigh yourself. It's not accurate. It's water weight. Yeah. And um, yeah. <laughs> my therapist says it's okay to eat too much when you're not hungry, especially when you're bonding with people. Yeah. So just be gentle with yourselves. Everyone gains weight over the holidays. It's a human 
human, as Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello would say, experience and be present and have fun. Take deep breaths. I actually will say that I I really really respect Camila Cabello's body positivity <laughs> because yes. she is always like yeah I have a belly like I'm a a human being human beings have bellies she's like I'm human Selena Gomez I remember she posted bikini pictures of herself when she gained weight and she was like more to love yeah and she looks great that's like Me- it's- yeah meanwhile she's like a size four now and we're like oh. Oh my god! Wow, she's she's curvy. It's like when Renee Zellweger did Bridget Jones, and she weighed 130 oh, pounds, and that was supposed my. to be like her being like overweight. By the way, side note: fucking Ramona and Kyle on the Real Housewives girls trip. Shut the fuck up, listing your weight on there and talking about 125 pounds. Shut the fuck up. No, goodbye, demons. So agreed. Don't weigh yourself. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the memories. Listen to Red and. Sign up for Married at First Sight. Just getting it normalizes abuse. Okay. I love you, Devin. Love you, Carol. Happy Thanksgiving. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. True romance. It's a Love me, baby, don't leave me hanging. I want true romance. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.